Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey guys, Stace here from the Thinker Girls. We are recording a live 411 every Thursday at the Sheaf in Double Bay. Come and have a drink with Christy and I and join in on all the fun of watching The Bachelor. If you're into it or not, I'm not so much, you will enjoy the night. Thursday nights at the Sheaf in Double Bay, Sydney. Welcome to the Thinker Girls Pod channel. I'm Stacey June. Hello, I'm Christy Mercer. And I'm always thinking of a line to say here, and I always end up saying very similar shit. Well, go for it. Oh, we're glad you're here. Oh, How's no. your day? I, What's going on? No, I'm saying, I thought you were saying, what do I typically say? Oh, I thought, well, yeah, I was. But I thought you were going to still say it with a little bit of vigour. <laughs> no, because <laughs> I was just annoyed that I just constantly say the same thing. Well, hey, guys. Wanna, you want to mix it up. Hey, what? guys. Veronica <laughs> Milson uh, joins us on the show today. She is the Drive presenter on Triple J. Yeah. I don't think I've ever called anybody on radio presenter. Veronica and Lewis, the Mm. show. Yeah. She's been in radio for a long time. We speak to her a lot about that in this podcast. But we speak to her also a lot about returning to work and what that's like um, after having a baby, especially your first kid. I've been so interested and it's not just because I thought about and and fell pregnant and then thinking about a family this year so much um, that I wanted to talk just to anybody about the Rachel Finch podcast and the Veronica podcast, the thing that, that has in common of what I was really keen for these girls is they're kind of doing parenting their way a bit. It does feel like a new, is it a modern day twist on it or I don't know. I don't know them personally, but from socials, it seems like they just kind of kept their lives, had a baby, lives changed a bit, but they just didn't seem like everything changed and that no. was just really refreshing I get me. that sense and I'm not yeah. thinking about having kids anytime soon yeah. and I look at that and I think, yeah, cool. It's nice are, to see Rachel that. Finch is still Rachel Finch. Veronica Milsom from The Drive Show is still Veronica from The Drive Show. I think that's what makes me so intrigued in asking mm. some of the questions mm. I ask on this show because I I admire those people. That They're mm. the people that I'm looking at at the moment going, oh, I wonder how what it will be like for me. Yeah. If you rate this show, you can actually legit rate it. It'll take a couple of uh, oh, 30 seconds for you to do on yep. iTunes um, to give us a couple of stars. It really helps us get the podcast out there or subscribe. And if you really like this chat with Veronica, reach out to her and let her know, co- yeah, let yeah. Her know on Insta or something. That yep. Again, that stuff helps because it just means that we can get more traction and get bigger, better guests for you guys to listen to. Not to mention it's nice to stroke everyone's ego and if you're into it, then let her bloody know. Veronica Milsom with an M. I think I pronounced it with an N earlier. Oh, well, yeah, I? I think I was going to say you got away with it. Okay, well. Until you pointed it out. Just, well, yeah, well, we've pointed a lot out in this intro and Haven't I we? think it's time to shut up and get to her. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Veronica. You got a coffee. She's just sipped her coffee. Let, let her and I said it so calmly, like without some big. Welcome it to the. Seems Thinker- like it was going to be some sort of intervention. <laughs> We've brought you here. <laughs> Welcome to, to the Thinker Girls Pod Channel. Yeah, 
so excited to it's be here. Happened. Mm. It's happened. It's happened. We're glad that you're here. I feel like I've got a million questions for you because we've never met. Yes. And like like people in radio, there's always an interesting part where you kind of, I don't know, maybe fall amongst each other or you see each other out or whatever. That's never been the case for us. Yeah, and we've never been like drunk at the Acro Awards together. No. Of course, I don't go to them. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but if I did, we would have. And yeah. I wish I had have met you to tell you to tell me that it was okay to not go and therefore yeah. we would have been friends <laughs> and maybe being drunk somewhere else because that place was hideous. Yeah. So you made the right decision. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, my. <laughs> God for that. But I mean, for us, it was a regional run into radio. How did you find yourself? How did you find yourself, A, in the interest of it, I guess, and B, from a, I guess, a career perspective, like moving, moving in? Yeah, so I never really was interested in radio in the beginning. I wanted to be a host on Getaway, obviously, uh, yeah, as yeah. everyone did. I feel like everyone starts there because there's nothing else. You <laughs> yeah, don't know you can want you anything else. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, and then I was like, well, how the hell am I going to get to do that? So I did a broadcasting course at WAPA, the West Australian Academy of Performing Arts in Perth. So lived over there for a year. I basically walked straight into working at Nova afterwards mm-hmm. in Perth, yeah. um, doing mornings show. I did that for like a really small amount of time. But before that... That. They get you all these like part time. So you're one of the jobs. commercial to the Triple J people. Yeah, oh, we're few rare. and far between. But I also worked at Mix ninety four point five when I was in Perth, and I was the youngest announcer by maybe like thirty years yeah, or something. Right. And how, I, old, how old were you at that point? Well, maybe twenty three or something. Yeah. And I had I like put a voice on. I, like a sexy librarian was the yeah. vibe I went for. It. Can like, you give it to us? Yeah. Hi, this is Veronica on Mix 94.3. That was Paul Kelly. Coming up, some – and I don't even know. What did we play? Like just Did you use that demo artist. for the ABC gig? Because it feels like it would have walked straight in. Yeah. I, I mean, I could have got a, some sort of 702 gig, surely, out of that. But, um, yeah, that was really fun and a great start. And then I went from Nova in Perth to Nova Melbourne. From there, got a gig working um, on Hungry Beast, this ABC TV show, mm-hmm. which was like a cattle call. I remember that. Yep. And then I did overnight shifts on Triple J and then weekends for years and then um, eventually got the drive show with Lewis. Yeah, right. And so Lewis worked on Hungry Beast with me and I oh. also went to school with you him. You guys are so back. great oh, though. Like yeah. straight away it was like, yeah, yes, it was know. good. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just he was e- like, it felt easy for a listener. Oh, that's mm, nice yeah. to hear. Yeah, yeah. he... Um, he he and I had very different like friends at school. We weren't very tight. Mm. Um, we knew of each other, <laughs> and so we yeah. know now a lot of. That's the a same. better starting point than most radio relationships. Do you know how random it is that somebody would be on radio who someone that they actually are friends with slash like slash yeah. knew from for more than seven seconds? You know, in the, the boardroom when you're doing your values and getting to know each other in a crash course, totally like a week before you start the show. Like you've got the chemistry with Blue. So when did you start doing? That was a good summary, Pears, because there's a lot in there. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. You've got very good at it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't like often just reel out my CV, but I guess off the top of my head, I can see where the progression has gone. Mm. And it was pretty fun having that early start in radio in Perth. I did have one sort of traumatic experience. People often say like, oh, did you like working in commercial radio? And I say, oh, well, there was some, generally, yes, there were some very odd things that happened, which (laughs) I will never forget. Like when I went for the job at um, Perth Nova for the morning show, I was like really excited and I was like trying to dress the part. And so I was waiting um, for the 
uh, the boss essentially to come and interview me and he had been waiting for like half an hour. He still hadn't shown and I was yeah. just in the waiting room, like oh, a cool crazy. noble waiting room. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, do I say something again? This is very yeah. odd. Anyway, he um, <laughs> popped like out into the reception area and he was like, oh, hey, Veronica, thanks for coming by. Sorry, I'm running a bit late. Um, I'll just be a second. I'm just going to go drop the kids at the pool. And I was oh, no. like, oh, no. the actual kids are, no, take yeah. a shit. Yeah. So I, in my mind, I was like, I want to oh, know who the, what program oh, director is. So so I was like, are you fucking serious? I've been waiting here for like half an hour and now you're going to drive all the way to <laughs> the kids like primary school. You're going to go to the pool. You're going to like come back from the pool. <laughs> I was like, this is at least a, you know, 45 <laughs> minute round trip. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I later discovered that he'd just done a poo. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, what's worse? Yes, I, I, know. Don't know. I don't know. I, I feel think... like I'd prefer him to take his own children to the pool. No, I'd prefer <laughs> the shit. Like that, that's a round trip's annoying. And there's no social media probably back then too, so you've got nothing to do. <laughs> and you've read and the you're three mortified. Sometimes I feel like there is, so, there is ego to the point where I'm like, are you actually that busy? Like, you, <laughs> like maybe not. you are. <laughs> maybe you are. But also, I do think there is this real kind of power play of like, oh, well, I'm the important guy, so I'm just gonna do a shit and let you know. Yes. Um, so you can know that you're less important than the shit I need to do. <laughs> Because you need to know what, but you need to know where you stand in this hierarchy. Yeah, bitch. like it is a little bit. Well, like that. but I got the job in yeah. the end, so I don't. You hung in there. Yeah, you right. Hung in there. Like the shit, probably because it took a while. Um. <laughs> so are we thinking that the round trip would have taken less time? Because now I might change my answer. I just freak about the shaking of the hand after, and be like, yeah. He actually did get fired though. Oh, um, good. So oh, yeah. 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 How long do you reckon you were there for? Oh, like probably like. 50 minutes but then that leads to a gig it's just a bizarre bizarre kind of thing when you got like was drive something that you had aspired to by this point so you'd kind of gone into radio and like this is what the dream is for me or this is what an ideal picture looks like 100 percent. so yeah yeah, we both really wanted to do drive from the very beginning we thought um brekkie hours stank Mm -hmm. um and so (laughs) we were very keen for drive and and we just were sort of waiting to see how long the doctor was going to stay for Mm. um but especially i think we both loved drive shows in the past obviously like hamish and andy yeah yeah yeah. i mean it's it's even annoying to talk about them now isn't Mm. it everyone's like yeah we get it they're beloved (laughs) (laughs) everyone loves them still even though they don't even do a show do they still have a podcast i don't know they do have a podcast i think it saved that entire public podcast network to be honest from what i heard last week last week i heard that was going down and it came back up as soon as they joined it just it that's just the the magic of timing i think as well and yeah friendship really right but but did you guys have a like a plan where you're like okay we're prepared to wait five years but after that let's reassess because i think from the outer people just oh you're so lucky you're just there and then this came up (laughs) yeah there's a real were you working mid-dawn for god's sake there's a real sense of planning and knowing what you will and won't wait for and also knowing okay well if them what you know like you're kind of not just sitting around waiting for a tap on the shoulder like a lot of stuff has to be proactive oh 100% Mm. but the other thing too at somewhere like triple j and less so i think at commercial stations this is very industry chat. <laughs> yeah, I know. We'll mix it up in a second. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. But is that um, you got to kind of be wary of your age as well. So, like, when mm. I started at Triple J, mm, I was bang on in the right um, 
like I was the right age and when by the time I got drive like we got drive I was like I'm getting a bit old and now we've been doing it for four years and so you know it's like you kind of have to count backwards in that sense too like Triple J really need to be hiring people when they're 12 yeah for it to actually then (laughs) the progression to work Yeah. yeah But it is interesting. Have you ever, so now have you felt that you've had to morph parts of your yourself up on the show and, and actually hi, not hide but keeps things to the side, particularly your baby and yeah. those types of things? Well, I haven't had to yet because I'm not quite, like I don't yeah, know how true. that will work because I haven't been back on since I've had the baby. So, yeah, 100% of my stories are about having babies at the moment but I think yeah. I'll um, – I think it's about an attitude towards that too, but also I'll because I don't think it's relevant to heaps of the listeners of Triple J. I'll certainly keep a bunch under my hat. Yeah, yeah. So it won't be hiding so much as self-censoring. It's part of you, (laughs) yeah, because it's still part of you, but it's still not all of you. Yeah, I want to I want to talk to you about that because I think um. I don't know. I think it's really awesome to say, oh, right, like radio in particular, is such a fucking savage industry. To I think in particular for chicks, where it's like. I don't know, when when that news came out a couple of weeks ago and saw it on Insta and you were coming back, I was like, not relieved, but I was like, that's that's Well, thank nice God you're coming back. Mm. It's nice to have an example in front of you where you go, like a lot of other jobs, you can go away, have a kid and then actually come back because that's your job and you're there for a reason. Was there a point when you fell pregnant where you were like, oh, like what does this mean? Like was there a bit of not not doubt where you're like oh my god I'm out of radio forever because obviously you know you back yourself but but to a point where you go well what does this mean now yeah well I feel bad to Lewis like I it meant that I uh, he got to work with Jen who's awesome but it did mean for a while that he was like what's going on it like really rocked the boat for him and now again me coming back I'm like haha you just got used to it bam I'm back (laughs) so that in that sense I feel bad but I was very much aware um, of it being weird for the listeners for me to duck away and come back. I agree, though. I think it's cool mm. to be able to do it. And I got maternity leave as a presenter four months. Like, how wild is that? ABC, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> but I'm not fighting it. My partner yeah, works at yeah. the ABC and I'll be very thankful for the uh, yeah. benefits that they give. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Because that'd be nice too to flex different muscles. Like, because you're not, you know, sometimes you're like, I want to be do all of these different things and wear different hats. But then sometimes if you're doing like radio in particular, like a lot of jobs is so demanding of your time and not just that, but your headspace. So every creative idea that you have kind of goes and is funneled into this one mm. project, yeah. this one space. I suppose having a baby, you're, you've been forced to kind of have that time where you go okay well i'm a creative person i haven't fucking froth your instagram with your oh, with your daughter I, i'm like oh my god just send a new one look that's how funny it is they're at the dentist like oh. <laughs> I, just, I just find them so funny namely because i'm like you're still yourself like yeah and i feel sometimes i don't have kids i'm not planning on having kids anytime soon so it's nice to see people in front of you that don't they don't change like they're still that and irreverent there would be some people that would look at that and be like that's mean to put the glasses on the baby i'm like it's hilarious <laughs> you know people get their backs up they're like mm. Mm, these are the things you can do these are the things you can't do stop being funny and taking the piss out of your baby yeah. because now you're a mum and you have to be love it sick 100 yeah 100 percent of the time mm-hmm. and i like that about sometimes you're like you know what you're really annoying <laughs> like you yeah it's because a baby is still a person like it's still a person yes and sometimes you don't love your baby all the time <laughs> totally well yeah. that has been a fun thing though going back to your earlier point about uh just doing content constantly anyway mm. like i've had so many ideas that i've written down which obviously i won't actually be able to use at triple j i don't think because there won't be a way but even like the next season of the letdown i was like you know that show yeah. It's like a ABC comedy, which is about like a new mum. Oh, okay. Oh, and that, yeah. I want to watch. Oh, yeah. It's really good, actually. Yeah, right. Um, it's like just been on Netflix and now it's coming up for a second season. Okay, cool. And I was like, oh, I really want to work on that because yeah. it would be awesome. Anyway, they've already written it. But something like in that area yeah. where there'd be ways to use all of these ideas that I've been accumulating over time. I could see that. Just as a person that follows you randomly on Instagram, when it pop up, I'm like, you can see that they're – and as someone that is creative that would have rando shit pop up that you write down in, in your notes on your phone, that's been a big learning curve for us and – and, and for me too, where I'm like, this last six months, if you're not, you don't have a nightly radio show, how else are you expressing that creativity? Yeah. And I think for a long time, you kind of tell yourself it has to be in one way. So it's it's nice to be able to see that it can be in, in different ways, shapes and forms. How do you, like, because that's a lot of, that's, there's a fair bit of self-motivation there as well. Because I feel like you, some people can go either way, where they're like, I am so unmotivated, I'm, exa- I'm this way, this way. Or they're like, oh, my God, I have all this. No, it's definitely not free time. I'm not saying that. But there is these yeah. spaces yes. where you could maybe do something creative. How do you reckon? Is it a personality thing for you? Or did you really try hard to continue to kind of work in some capacity on maternity leave? Well, I think it's like a decision about making a sacrifice about whether you do the washing up or you do a video. Priorities, <laughs> 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 <Quite Quite serious>. gal. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. But then I also knew that I was going to be going back to the radio and I wanted to keep mm. um, up like a connection with people on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, right. But also just that I want to keep working creatively Mm. and I need to find out what the next avenue is going to be. So I feel Mm. like I'm one of those people who like quietly will be thinking about the future all the time, (laughs) trying to get my ducks. I've tried so hard to not do that this year. It's so, so hard. Especially going back to your point earlier about how, or both of you were talking about how um, often it does look like a tap on the shoulder. Oh, you've, you know, you happen to work at Triple J, you guys jump on drive. Like it's like a 
a proper conversation where you're like, we want to do that. Can we fill in here? Can we do this? Let's be very clear on what we want. And it's such a decision Mm. and you have to be so ambitious but also have so much projection of like the future. And then you get things that you want and then you're like, all right, now now? what? And a lot of it is then for me anyway has been this year training that there were things that were achieved but now I'm trying to – my next lesson or challenge is – to, ha- to see what comes to me. Yeah. That is fucking the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you read about that in a book or something? Happiness well, Project or something? Oh, well, I'm learning to – I think because I burned myself out Yeah. and I do overthink and I'm quite anxious and, and, and I just don't think that – that way of approaching things was supporting those things. Mm. And so I needed to make a change because I kind of was like, I don't want to live my life like that. So I want to keep creative and I want to stay in the industry and I want to keep doing all the things we're doing, but I'm going to have to change something really fundamentally here about how I approach this or I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, because it is like it's so exhausting, the um, cycle of perpetual dissatisfaction. And living on the what is next. Yes, right. How do you go with that then? As you said, someone that's always quietly thinking about the future. Yeah. Like have you gone in and out of it being um, healthy and unhealthy? You know what's so weird? I used to have this issue, but I reckon since I've had Lila, I mm. haven't anymore. Because you're kind of you're forced, fa- forced in the present yeah. almost. Yeah. But also that she um, – I. I kind of selfishly knew – I always knew I wanted to have a baby, but I also thought that I wanted to um, – this was the right time for me to have a baby because I was thinking too much about myself all the time. I, I, like, I just, My partner so and I have unhealthy. said that mm. actually. And we have tried – we're trying, not at the moment, but have tried the beginning of the year – and it was already we fell pregnant but miscarried. It we felt already that your perspective had changed from the second you were mm, kind of pregnant. Of like what too. importance of things, relevance for shit yeah. that you give a lot of time to. And mm. we didn't even have a little human in our hands, mm. but we knew that growing one was just as important. Mm. And and that it just I don't know. It doesn't mean that I look at anybody else and say that's not important. But for us. I just think it, when you get to a point of being ready, you want to not think about yourself for a bit. Like yeah. if you're ready to give. Oh, I, we were. We're ready to give completely yeah. to something Same. else. Yeah, yeah. And because we think about ourselves for so much longer than other generations before us have, you know, because mm, we're so having true. babies so much later. Yeah, yeah true. So like by yeah. the time yeah. my mum was my <laughs> age, she'd exhausted. already had some yeah. three kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Whereas and it's the other way out. around, right, because they mm. find them – well, not find themselves, but kind of have a bit of a thought process about who they are later. That's so yeah. interesting. Yeah. I've never heard anybody explain being ready to have a, a baby like that. It feels um, – I probably wouldn't say it uh, all the time to everyone because it does seem selfish still. <laughs> like I'm having a baby because – so I stop thinking about me, me, me. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I think it's the opposite I don't know actually. if that's yeah. because that I would be that saying honestly, I was selfish too and I'm nah. like, no, we're, we're on to something. No, yeah. I think it's the opposite. I think you're like, yeah, I'm kind of done with this. Like give me something else yeah. to put shit into perspective. yeah. Because it takes a lot to kind of pull yourself out from that, especially with online and especially in the industry that you work in. It is often about you and your stories and your take on the world and the things that you're bringing. Like, yeah. I think um, and you're co- that's constantly... Um, I think it's easier concerned. though for our industry, well, for me especially, because I all of a sudden looked at things and was like, I'm giving this too much meaning. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's life or death. There's some shit going down around the world. Like, there's real hardcore stuff Mm. that happens, whether it's good, bad, whatever, pretty the ugly. But then I think for me, especially with work, you kind of get to a point where you look at it and, and I was so gutted last year at losing our show. And I just kind of all of a sudden a few months later woke up. It did take me a bit of time and go, oh, for fuck's sake, like mm. no one died. You mm. know, like mm. it's like there needs to be something where I, I put my meaning into something that is worthy of the meaning. And not saying that work and what we do isn't mm. important, but I'd lost perspective. I yep. think a bit for myself. Yeah. Was there some was there something that made you realize that you'd lost the perspective? You know, like was there a tangible thing, you know, like for us it's pretty easy with the, you know, getting fired thing where you're like I'm so messed up by this, you know, that you, you can that's Well, no, that, maybe not lost perspective but found the time that time yeah, but you came. Yeah, you can you can yeah, there's yeah. um a, a, a something tangible for you to see clearly in front of you that you've lost the perspective. I think it was just that I was like greedy for opportunities. And also uh, was getting like I felt bitter about other um, like women my age that had opportunities mm. that I didn't that were getting like acting mm. jobs and I'd be like oh fuck her and then <laughs> and then I'm like that's not good well yeah, yeah so there is something yeah. yeah it is interesting um but the thing the thing that's crazy um too about like going on maternity leave I remember and I only just remembered this recently is that I was so ready to not be a part of the gross like feedback loop of reading texts of what people were saying that was mean on the Triple J text line or um, stuff on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, I was like, I'm I can't wait to get out of this for mm. a while, and then coming back again to Triple J, yeah. like uh, I was on the Veronica and Lewis Facebook page the other day. And I stumbled upon a couple of mean things that people had written about me coming back. And I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm leaving my maternity bubble yeah. and I'm heading back in. Yeah. Which, you know, it's all part of the job. And mm. you go into that, into the, the limelight of the public, uh, knowing that that's what the case is. But it is like, I, that was another thing I was ready for, I think. Okay, to, to tap out. Yeah, tap out. It's, pro- mm. it's, pro- it's interesting you don't realise how... Um, that underlying level of not stress, but there's this this extra something that sometimes you you don't realize how heavy that is till you step away from yeah, it. Yeah, it's a little bubbling mm. anxiety. I think. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon. Like just this constant openness to other people's opinions <laughs> of you. Yeah. Well, that, well, every single decision, and this is what so many people have said to me, every single decision of your career trajectory is not necessarily decided by your talent or your skill set, like not everything's subjective. Mm. So the every decision is made, mm. particularly commercial, I don't know if it's the, the same. I don't Well, I think it pretty much from a programming perspective or talent perspective mm. is the same, wherever it is, is about someone's opinion of whether they think that's worthy or not. Mm. Whereas if you're a, a lawyer, you've got to prove these are the, this is the law and this is why I want to win this case or your accountant, this it's is why. Yeah. Well, most jobs are. I'm very good at this. I'm, I'm a very good cleaner. Look, this is very clean. You know, whereas everything for this industry is decided by someone else. Yeah, totally. And it's that's why I think it's exhausting. Like, mm. and you would want to step out. It'd be interesting to see, um, I don't know, at what that equivalent is for blokes. Like, I'm not saying that everybody uses maternity leave to do that. But it is interesting when you think about all of the, I don't know if this is kind of dark, but 
the suicides you know that are kind of around us even um i was in new york um oh yeah it would have been probably a month ago by the time everyone hears this now but and just the shrines everywhere and it just you know there's so many different characters particularly in the industry that are blokes like they probably when do they bow out of mm. that do you know what i mean mm. like i'm not saying women the only option is maternity leave but there is because you do have this other thing about motherhood and you a lot of women do do that then maybe there is this i don't know shift of glance the perspective that you get yeah. and yeah. that maybe blokes there's that's hard to come by mm. unless you're forced out by a firing or losing a job or something yeah well maybe that'll be the way of the future with more dudes using i hope so and that's such an interesting point too because it's like so many people see that as being something like oh girls just want to go back to work that's just gonna actually affect and make things better for women it's like oh no like it's you've just spoken of such a positive experience of your maternity leave Mm. why is that exclusive to women yeah Mm. oh i you know think about it it. it's so good but that's such an interesting point you Mm. know like that like blokes are missing out it's so sold as being the worst and i have to look after the kids and all this stuff but there's this epic i know that my best mates partner often felt really disconnected from this kind of little bubble. fun party yeah. these two are getting to know each other yeah. and he was envious of that you know there's she part was... of me that's sort of like i don't even yeah i'm not thinking of having kids anytime soon but there's part of me that almost in the back of my mind it's so dumb but i never even realized who said it that i'm like how fun I'm dread- no i'm dreading oh. like because you, you're kind of sold that you're like stuck at home with the baby can't wait to get back mm. and every obviously everybody has different mm. experiences and different kids different babies yeah. yeah different kinds of babies but i'm like oh you know how you dread things before they've even happened yeah you know like i don't know you just have this fear that i might i might not be able to fall pregnant don't say it out loud in case you can't yeah you know? like well so much fear driven yeah. were you scared for maternity level you like when you say that you enjoyed it and it was a bit of a bubble did you always anticipate it would be that way i never thought about any of it that much before it all happened yeah right like even i didn't get like i finished triple j and the next day um gave birth oh, shit. and so what i the fuck? so you worked it up to the day before you had a yeah, baby yeah because she came two and a half weeks early so oh, i never read like a you guys were on a real good thing there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never read like a birthing book never read a sleep book never i didn't read anything because i'm an idiot but also because no, no, i, I just you're don't the have... smartest of everybody babe so i reckon yeah. you're on a real good thing there but i also had some like incredible luck like i had a two and a half hour birth and uh, like it was totally fine i would give birth again tomorrow like I was it was it was good and all natural like so you went yeah. in yeah all natural good for you man yeah well and not, I was totally prepared to take all the drugs in the world yeah but, right um yeah she just she was ready popped out she's popped right out yeah. hey guys <laughs> oh hey I've arrived yeah. <laughs> and she's a pretty good baby as far as sleeping and everything's gone so I haven't had to have too many um you know, difficult conversations in my head about like what I would do or, mm. who, you know, do I need to contact a professional, all this sort of stuff. Um, but one fear I had was about breastfeeding. I was like, how do you know if you're going to be able to do it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because my mum is such a crazy, staunch breastfeeding <laughs> lady. She was the... You know the head of the breastfeeding network of Australia. Oh, or something. oh geez. Hashtag no pressure. Yeah, yeah, right. And in fact, now I'm starting to stop breastfeeding. And I told Mum last night, and she was like, 
no, you're not. I was like, oh, God, I should never have said anything. She just pretended I was breastfeeding from work or something. Um, and then I was, like, emailing the milk home. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, sounds good, Veronica. Yeah. What else is new? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as she said, I'm still breastfeeding, doesn't matter yeah. how it gets to the baby. Yeah, <laughs> but that's kind of crazy. That just weirdly happens. Like, for most people, like, milk just comes on out as soon as they There's latch on. There's got to be something in... Like your, I don't know what I was listening to some podcast about. Like you know, often babies or people's demeanors or taking on traits or stress or things when they're you know like in inside the mm. in the womb. Oh, there's got to be something in that. Like if you're a bit like yeah, just see you know, and then you have a baby that's also like eh. yeah. Like, and I'm not saying <laughs> I that's wondered all, that and I'm actually. Not saying that's always the case, but there's got to be something in like. Mum, that's freaking the fuck out. Yeah. What about if I have this kind of baby? What about if this happens? Freaking, and then mm. you have a nightmare baby. And look, I know that, that I'm not saying it's that's not that always simple. the case. Yeah. But for you, I don't know. Maybe. Do you uh, think maybe, that's you, how it works? Yeah. Well, I one of my best friends who's really relaxed. Um, just it was so chilled out throughout her whole pregnancy and birth and then having you know her kid for a couple of years she has the most dreamy child who just doesn't care just can be left by herself mm. to just play for a bit and and I was like I'm gonna aim for that and see how <laughs> yeah. it goes and of course yeah you never know I'm like I really don't think there is any you know cut and dry rule I but. think that you are given if you're me- I don't know I think there were things that I have a pretty cruisy mate that I'm thinking of and there was it. There was lessons that she learned that she found hard in the first year of pregnancy that weren't so much about the baby itself, but it was about being coming a mum and those kinds of things. So I feel like if you've got some lessons to learn, funnily enough, I feel like you are throwing them at that time, and you might not have. You might have just been at a place where you'd waited and you were incredibly ready. Mm-hmm. And I think, but I just have looked, and it might not always be about the nightmare baby or the sleepless baby that's creating the issue. It might actually just be about becoming a mum. That's that we hear often a lot of those awful, hard stories for mothers. It might not always be about the baby, if that makes sense. Shit they need to learn, you mean? Well, just about leaving work or being at home for eight hours, like, and not speaking to anybody. You know, there's just so many other things that I think happen in that time that aren't just about whether your baby sleeps or it's a good baby or a bad baby. I think it's such a life change that a lot of women may struggle with that as well Mm. on top of whether their baby or not is good or bad. Yeah, I tried to be like, I'm a mum who can have it all. We're going to go to music (laughs) festivals and we're going to do everything and who cares, Lila's just coming. And my baby's going to wear headphones. Like that's, yeah, yeah, we're going (laughs) to... So yes, we did bring a baby to a music festival with headphones. Like she got stopped all the time. Hang on, wait, is that a real thing? I thought you were just saying that as a joke. No, no. Yeah, and so she like loved it the whole time we saw justice um at the very end of the night and beck and stuff and it was this crazy light show and i was like well oh, at least she's not epileptic um <laughs> i don't think anyway and the next day we were punished like she just mm. cried constantly she'd been completely overstimulated mm. and she hadn't slept enough and all this sort of stuff and we were like you know what let's never do that again yeah. it's but, interesting isn't yeah, it? yeah you learn a hard lesson pretty quickly by just it's like gluten and when you shit basically oh, because oh, yeah. it's not always going to be the immediate effects. <laughs> it's seriously. But you'll know for next time. Yeah, yeah you'll yeah. know that like two days later you still haven't had a shit and you're in pain. Skip the bread, lady. Skip the bread. Oh, man. <laughs> I 
I've never had a gluten issue, but I guess maybe it comes in delays. Right. Is all I'm saying. Like very out. similar. You think you're fine. Mm. Everyone's having a good time. Next day, you're like, Jesus. It's been a thing few, about the lessons you learn a, on the hard It's a bit road. long in between drinks. Christ, yeah. mm-hmm. Christ. Uh, Veronica, we have a an actual question that's come from a listener, Rebecca, that we wanted to mm. ask you about. About this kind of topic, actually. Mm. Are you happy to stick around and yeah. we can ask it? Okay, great. Well, that's been bloody delightful. Veronica Milsom, you can catch her on Instagram and see all the little videos and adorable said child mm-hmm. that Chrissy is obsessed with yeah. and did introduce me to. She was like, one have you seen her. Veronica's baby? Yeah. And the way she does the whole baby thing, you Lila, need to see. she has a name, okay. Oh, sorry, Lara. Yes. <laughs> um, but we are so excited that you're back on air. And as Merce says, I don't know. I don't, you don't want to be like a bravo to having a baby and going back to work because you kind of feel like that should is the way given. it should be done. Yeah. But it is good to see it. So we appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah thank you. Um, Veronica Milsom on Facebook and Instagram is where you can find her. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find all of the podcast shows, all of the different articles featuring our guests and posse members and all the content that Christy and I bring on a weekly basis. It is the place where everything is kept. Thethinkergirls.com.au This podcast was presented by The Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. This podcast was produced and edited by me, Christy Mercer and Jordan Lott. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.